right? Yeah, we're definitely experts. Um, anyway, what I was going to say to you was that I was talking to one of the guys. Wait, today. you're not allowed to use that word, the N word. I didn't use the N word. <laughs> I just can't believe you'd wait until we record to stop using it. Though. Oh yeah, I know. Ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Well, you should have done that, but you had to wait until like. No, you can't. You had to. You had to be the first person to start talking, given the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I randomly was talking to. Do you want that to face you more? No, it's fine. Okay. I was randomly talking to Aiden this morning that listens to the podcast. Aiden O'Malley, mm. and he pointed out to me that I had said previously. That for some reason on the podcast, I'm more than happy to like say anything and like talk about most things, but face to face, like I would never have that conversation with the majority of people. Yes. And just pointing out how weird that is. Do you feel like you're exactly the same? Like, do you feel like you can voice an opinion because right now it's just you and me, and then or open up about something because it's just you and me? Yeah. Because it kind of drifts to the back of your mind that that's then going to get heard by a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Like, I'm acutely aware that we're on a podcast and mm. potentially uh, three people can hear what we're yeah. talking about. But uh, I'm also, like, when we talk, I do feel like it's just you and me. And I don't, like, sometimes, it, yeah, it's right at the back of your mind that yeah. other people... It's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of like batting off when your parents are home <laughs> like you know that you're acutely aware that they're there they're there <laughs> and they could bust into your room at any moment yeah. but you're willing to take that risk surely not living at home anymore you save that for your own house yes 100% <laughs> and, okay cool you you, so you're just that. bringing back an example from years ago from when I was a child okay yeah, yeah. when I was like you know 26 <laughs> <laughs> So not long ago at all. Um, do you want an intro now before we get started? Yeah. Um, hey guys, welcome to the Uneducated Opinions Podcast, a podcast about beer that never has beer in it, except for today. I, I'm sure you're going to talk about the Stephen yeah, beer. Yeah, bring it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, usually when you go out, have a few beers, start chatting, you talk about anything and everything but really you know nothing about what you're talking about and that's how most pub conversations go and that's how this podcast goes. So yeah. I'm Andy, this is Steve and welcome to episode 15? 16. 16. Mm. And guys, happy new year. Yes, happy new year. Good point. It's 2020. It is. It's weird to be in the past but in the future at yeah. the same time. It's weird to be talking about, hey, how was your new year's despite the fact that it's the 24th. What are you doing for your New Year's? Uh, I'm going to be out west on the farm. Oh, cool. Mm. Yeah. So That's I'm heading fun. out to my cousin's place on the 27th. I think we'll drive out and then we have his girlfriend's birthday party on the 28th. And then, yeah, I'll stay out there for until the 2nd when I'll drive back. So I'll do New Year's and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day out there, which will be a good time. How far in advance do you plan your New Year's? How far in advance? Uh... Generally, I don't have New Year's plans until the day of. Really? Most often. That's cutting it close. Because this time I had to, because I have to obviously get work off and that sort of thing. And it was just, he's been back and forth between the mines for ages now. So. For, oh, wait, did you go pick him up? 
No, he lands tonight. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't have to pick him up anymore. Oh, uh, my aunt is picking him up oh. because she's going to be in the city anyway. So oh. she's just going to duck over to the airport when he lands and bring him back, which is kind of good because otherwise I'm not going to. Me and him wouldn't have even gotten back to my place by eleven until eleven. Yeah. And then knowing me and him, we would have had to sit up and have five or six beers each, so it would have been two in the morning by the time we went to bed. Yes. So it probably works out better anyway. I hate that... Um, sorry, I'm just making sure that I click record. That's but okay. I hate that um, New Year's plans have to be made so far in advance. Mm. Like, it's really annoying to me. And I hate when New Year's plans fall through. And then you're stuck doing nothing? It's impossible to find another thing to do. Is it? Oh, well, like, if you're lazy, it's hard. Yeah, okay. But I mean, if you're, if you're lazy. What are you doing for New Year's? Uh, well, my plans fell through. So I'm actually going to go out to a party with my sisters oh cool sweet would it be cool because my sister like, is it a young who, party I don't know, don't know. Um, probably, no probably not Who's, which, which sister is it Sonali okay so it'll be yeah. a bunch of 20 year olds probably yeah I mean she's older than you oh sorry she's between you and me How yeah Sonali? that's really fancy mm. tell me more okay so the beer that we're going to try today is Andy's going to pronounce it for us. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's called Wine Stephen. Mm. I think it's uh, pronounced Vine Stefan. Mm. Yeah. Wine Stephen. Wine Stephen. I understand why you bought it. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. it's got my name in it. <laughs> um, so this is just a gift that I got for Christmas from oh. a PT client. So thank you, Steve and Suzanne, actually. Oh, I know Steve and Suzanne. You do know Steve Steve with the gorilla arms. Yes. That guy has massive arms. He does have huge arms. Uh, so they bought me a little three-pack of German beer with comes with a glass as well, with a nice German glass. What Talk what up. size is that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pint, I believe, isn't it? 500 mil is a pint. Is it? Yeah, 500 mil is a pint and a liter is a stein. Okay, so, so that's a pint? A pint, yeah. Because it looks bigger than a pint. No, I believe it's a pint. Okay, so we have three different options, I believe. So you need to decide which one you would like, and I will have one of the others. So we have a crystal clear. A crystal waste beer. So this is a wheat beer? Yep. They're all wheat beer. They're all wheat beers? I believe so. Oh, no, this one is not. What's so that I one? will have this one. The Pilsner? <laughs> Do you like Pilsner? I think I like this one. Yep. The Bavarian style. That okay. seems up my alley. So Andy's going to have the Bavarian style. <sighs> What's wrong? Didn't bring my bottle over. Oh, guys. Andy's going to show off for a lesson. I, God, I hope that shows up in the video. <laughs> <laughs> that one wasn't as cool. Perfect. But. Cool. And Andy, I went and grabbed your glass as well, so that we can, your special glass, so that we you. can have it together. Uh, I didn't want you to feel left out when I was drinking mine out of a nice glass. Unfortunately, though, yours is not clear, so people can see. People will not be able to see your shocking pour, but they will be able to see mine when they look at the YouTube. And they, you think that you're a good pourer? No, I don't. Mine's shocking. Oh, oh okay. I'm a shocking pour. I'm um, gonna. Also, can we? How many standards is this? Two standard drinks. So we will only be having one. <laughs> what? Were you gonna have two of these? No. But I'm just thinking because I gotta go and to the pub after this. Oh, yeah, okay. Fair enough. I actually think I poured this quite well, mainly because you can't see it. And, okay, now you can see the froth at the top. 
but that's like a decent amount. How much head is too much head? Uh, every night it'll probably get old. <laughs> that's not bad, Paul. Yeah, look, I'm pretty happy with that. It took me a while though. Don't you dare. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but it looks oh. so tasty. And you just went to have a sip <laughs> of the beer that I provided from my Christmas present. I know, I'm so bad. Cheers. I definitely didn't pour this well. So even though this is coming out a little bit late, I feel like we should say Merry Christmas because to us, this is... This is Christmas Eve Christmas for Eve for us. I don't know where the beer begins and the froth ends. Also, that's sitting in the fan. He's blowing <laughs> froth. <laughs> Can I just like sip the froth before no. I cheers? Cheers. Okay. Cheers. The froth tastes good so far. It's good. I like that one. You're right, I'm actually generally not a huge Pilsner person, but I'm also, I struggle with a lot of wheat beers. Yeah. Um, Can I taste yours? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to taste yours as well. Yeah, I like mine better. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, see, I like mine better. Ooh. That's good. Anyway, describe your beer to, to the viewers at home. We haven't done a beer describing in Yonkers. Should we leave the beers up so people know what we're yes. drinking? Uh, mine tastes a lot like a Pilsner. Oh, and if you're listening to this, we have a YouTube video, so that's where you can see all yes. this is happening. Yeah, for sure. I've got... I Sorry, we'll describe the beers first. No, did you hurt your arm? Yeah. How? <laughs> I think I must have a... I think it must have been... You know how I was telling you my shoulder was giving me some curry recently? Yeah. I think maybe I've ignored it, the briefness of it, and I think maybe it was a small, not very serious tendinopathy that I was ignoring. Yeah. And now I think it's a bad, a worse one that I definitely need to go and get a scan on. Oh, really? I couldn't really sleep on it last night, and like moving through this plane and going to pick up the glass. So it's your shoulder that's irritating you? Yeah. And when I went to pick up the glass just yeah. then, I felt like a worse pinch in the back of my shoulder. Ah. So I'm thinking. But this is from. Um... Uh, the open, right? Since the open. Since yeah. the open. Yeah. I reckon, like, I can see that your shoulder's sitting anterior. Like, that shoulder. This shoulder? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just release your lats and packs more. Better. Yeah. You At know all? what? You know what? At all. Oh, you, you haven't done it? No. You know what has been a huge thing that I've been, like... Stressing? Stre not stressing. I've just been disappointed with people. Yes. People train, like to train hard. But they don't like to release hard. You know, when people roll out on a ball, I'm like, okay, we're going to spend some time, you know, releasing your pecs and lats or T, like, you know, TFL, whatever, like, um, and they'll go sit on a ball for five minutes, be like, look, this, I'm done. Mm. Thanks. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You sat on a ball for five minutes and you literally had a conversation. Yeah. If you're... If we're releasing with some sort of intention, you're not going to be able to talk. We're talking about like releasing fascia and muscle, guys, just for those who are wondering. Yes, sorry, yeah. So you pointed out to me the other day that we have a habit as soon as we get into a training conversation <laughs> of just assuming that the other person knows what we're talking about because we're very much on the same wavelength with mm. training conversation. With most conversations, I feel mm. like, except for like Ex well, uh, gender know, pay gaps <laughs> and race. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. I uh, have no issue with race at all, but Annie has an issue with 
white people. I have no issue with white people. I have an issue with how you perceive the other races around you. Yes, how do you think I perceive them? As inferior. As inferior? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's it's the new year. You know, we are drinking a German beer too. Who typically, yeah. you know, it's not as bad as the last German beer we drank. What did it say on there? Oh, German, the German purity law. German purity law. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one? Was that 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 one? The it was similar to this, but it was the Polana. <clears throat> Polana. Okay. I think I, I forget. Okay. Was it a wheat beer? It was. Hmm. Yeah. I really like this. Yeah, I'm like I'm enjoying my one as well. Yeah, anyway, um and my my grief with it is that they need to, you know, it's do it a little bit there. better. Mm. Yes, definitely. I think my shoulder issue has come on from uh, I think more the issue was after I went to the states. Yeah. Because from when I went away, I like any sort of mobility stopped for the period of time that I was away and I didn't pick it up when I got back. So since I've been back from the States, I've probably been on a foam roller or a ball or stretched maybe twice. Maybe. Yeah. Since I've been back. Whereas I was rolling lats, adductors, and stretching pecs probably for at least four times a week mm. before I left. And I would roll lat and adductors before every single session before I started. Um, and now I haven't... I don't reckon I've rolled my adductors since I got back. Which is stupid because the amount of box squatting that I'm doing at the moment, so like, yeah. I'm going to hurt myself if I'm not careful. But so yeah, I really need to pick back up on that sort of thing, and hopefully that'll make this go away. And and the cool thing is, it doesn't need to be long. People try to spend like I've seen people warm up for like hours, mm. but all you got to do is so, like, yeah, if you if you take a short amount of time and do it well, it doesn't take that much. Mm. Or you start. You know, doing your warm-up sets and just do it in between your warm-up sets. Yeah. It'd be fine. Anyway, tell me about your beer. I'm sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Um, I finding it fairly heavy. I'm finding it fairly heavy for such a light-up beer. Um, like, it's a heavy mouthfeel. Yeah. Like a Guinness? No. No, no, no. We're not talking like a stout sort of feel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... You know how, oh, I guess you don't know, but with coffee, like some coffees feel really light on the tongue, like if you drink an espresso. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So some coffees taste really light on the tongue when you drink an espresso, and then same as like a beer, like this one, like some beers taste really, really light. This one is a little bit heavier on the mouth. Um, maybe a little bit of like a hoppy taste, but not a lot. I'll tell you about mine. You tell mine tastes like bread. Does it? Yeah. You like, can tell how much I know about beer by the way that I'm trying to describe it. Mm. I know that I enjoy beer and I enjoy this beer. That's about the extent. Would you be worried about having two standard drinks or for you what is actually... More than that? Not, or less than that? Not two standard drinks. What is it? 2.1. Ah. 2.1 standard drinks before you now drive home during double demerits. Well, I'm not going to drive home. You're going to go I'm back? Gonna, I'm going to crash here for a bit, do some computer work, oh, okay. and then I'll go. Okay, right. I'll play it safe. I'm not going to be an idiot. Hmm. Are you worried? No, not really. I mean, you should be, and you should never choose to drink drive. Never. 
No, I'm being serious. Yeah, like, I know. You probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Or tell anyone to do that. <sighs> this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for reals, I'm going to train. And, I, and, okay. and, uh, are you? So you're going to train after having two standard drinks? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be a confusing time for both my body, my liver, and my soul. Hmm. So last episode, we sort of left off. We were supposed to be talking about Christmas and that sort of thing. And I wanted to ask you now, and I think you've actually done something that's made me now need to ask this question is when who do you have to buy a Christmas presents for yeah and how is a budget decided upon on how so the most obvious example is you're buying a Christmas present for your partner or your girlfriend or your boyfriend your boyfriend's parents okay how do you decide how much you have to spend I'm laughing. Your partner, your girlfriend, or oh, oh, your boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry, Anna, the one, one girl that listens to this podcast probably. Actually, no, I think I Caitlin. I was talking listens. about the one girl. Oh. I was talking about maybe you. Ah. And my boyfriend. And your boyfriend. Ah, fair enough. I didn't want to offend you. Lucky Kush doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Otherwise, she'd know. She'd, she'd leave me. Yeah. <laughs> I have another question, but we'll save that for yeah. after. So, say you're buying for your... You don't have to give me a number, but how do you know how much you need to spend? Is it a thoughtfulness thing that dictates how much you need to spend? Or is there an amount of money that you... Okay, I really need to spend at least $150 on my partner's parents. All right. So, first off, uh, Kush and I do not buy presents for each other. You don't? No. Uh, we like to use t- our time together as the biggest present. Okay. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we don't buy... I don't buy presents for her because she's the worst person in the world to buy a present for. Yep. Uh, she will never be satisfied with what you get her. Mm. And she is terrible. And that is... The reason I don't buy presents for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't buy presents for me because for she's same terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. Uh, for your other point... <laughs> like in-laws. In-laws. Mm. Depends how close you are to them, I guess. Yeah. Depends how much you need to win them over. Depends how much you... you know, don't want to win them over. Don't want to win them over. Mm. So, in my case... Um, I just spend equal amount. Like, I've been with Kush for like 10 years. Mm. So, and and their own daughter isn't here. So, like, that's kind of rough on them too. Yeah. And, like, I feel bad that I don't spend enough time with them. Like, yeah. I barely spend enough time with my parents. Do you feel like you're... Obliged to spend time with no, them? No, no, no. But do you feel like you're their son now? Like, do they treat you that way? Yes, they yeah. definitely do. Okay, that's cool. And I'm like, you know, guys, like... I also don't go see my parents. So yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're like, I really like them. Yeah, yeah. But, and that's why they come train here. I don't think they, like, actually like training and stuff. Mm. I think they mainly come to see me. Yeah. And, you know, when Kush was here. Yeah. To see Kush. Mm. But then they came the other day when you were coaching. Mm. How was that? It was good. They're, not, they're lovely. They're, they're really, very really funny. Nice. Like, uh, Kush's mum's, like, a crazy person, right? Like, funny. <laughs> Yes, yes, she doesn't she's very think funny. before she speaks. No, <laughs> she's very funny. 
I find it hilarious that Gam still plays cricket. Yes, mm. and he's always injured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He and tore his hamstring the other day. Did he? Yeah. How? Batting? Running. Running? Yeah. Between wickets? Must be. Must be. Hmm. Yeah, you guys would get along because you both like terrible sports. I think you made that joke already. On another podcast? No, you made that joke when they came in. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so another question. At what point are you obliged to buy someone a present? Because you really caught me off guard. Today. Today. Because you and I have been friends for a while. And apart from one birthday present that I bought you, but that's because I walked past it in the store and went, Andy's going to love that. And Still the funny. greatest present I've ever received from anyone. <laughs> but other than that... Kush never... has never bought me a present better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, there's never been an expectation amongst friends to buy each other a birthday or a Christmas present. present. The most you do is, if you're coming over for a birthday barbecue, you take beers. Yeah. Like you take beers so that they can have a beer and you can have a beer, right? Yeah. So, what? where's the obligation on presents? And now that you've bought me a present... You are not obliged. But now I feel obliged. But I've told you you're not obliged. <laughs> like, I I bought the present strictly as... A, like, it's Merry Christmas, obviously. Mm. But as a thank you mm. for one, you know, agreeing to do this, mm. which is, like, one of the highlights of my week. It's really fun to do this. I do enjoy this. Um... You know, you've, you've helped me out of a bunch of jams with Raw Barbell Club podcast as well. Mm. And then the biggest one is, like, I know how hard it was for you to, like, move shit around to come in and work here at the gym. Mm. And I really appreciate it. And you're doing a really good job. Like, a really good job. Like people, I appreciate that. People like you. And so the, the beers are just, like, a, a token of things. It's kind of like a, a bonus. But I didn't have enough money to give you a bonus, so I just bought you a couple of beers. Did that, is that tax deduction? Yes. <laughs> so you know how you said to me on that charity podcast that it's not a good, you're not a good person if you tax Claim it back on tax? Claim it back yeah, on tax. I'm not a good person. I'm not, I, I didn't get it to you to be nice. I get it to you because I feel I owe it. <laughs> That's like a lot of presents though, right? Yes. Mm. There's like, a lot of people that you give a present to that you don't necessarily feel. What like. are the different types of presents? A birthday present, and I'm sorry present. Uh, I'm really, really sorry present. Yeah. Uh, please love me more present. Uh, do you and Kush do presents at all? Birthdays? Not really anymore. Is it like a? Is it like a, it's her birthday, so you organise something nice to do for the day? No. No. Just like, maybe like a chocolate bar or something. Okay. Yeah. But like, not really. I mean, if she needs something, like, I'll get it for her. Yeah. Like, she needed weightlifting shoes for ages, and eventually I just bought them for her. Mm. But they weren't, like... A gift. It wasn't like, hey, you have to wait until your birthday to use these. It's like, here, you need shoes. Mm. Or, like, she... I bought her earphones, like, a few mm. months ago, so that we can talk to each other, because her phone is crappy. Yeah, okay. So do you think that... So you bought them and you had them sent over there? Or did you talk them? Took them no, no, I just bought them on Amazon and got them shipped to our house. Yeah, that's cool. She would have liked that too, surely. No. She's so a terrible person? She's a terrible person. Do you know what she said to me? No, what? I was like, hey, um, like I'm getting this package sent to you, like their earphones. And she's like, oh, cool. And like, then she's like, are they earpods? And I'm like, no, I can't afford earpods. <laughs> and then she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, Kush. 
Is Kush listening to these? No. no okay. Kush, Maybe sometimes. Kush, you're a terrible person. <laughs> she is, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> Horrible. Absolutely terrible. So now I'm like, every time we talk about them, and she bags me out for them too, because mm. you've seen my earphones, the ones with the like loops. She's like, mm. oh, you wear such nerd earphones, yeah. and you bought me nerd earphones. I'm like, do you want me to buy you earpods? Because mm. now I feel guilt-tripped enough to buy them. So your is I got a question for you. As most people have probably most common listeners are yeah. probably beginning to realize you're someone who holds a lot of opinions that are and well thought out opinions, I'll give you that. If I ask you a topic and about grudges. Mm, yes. <laughs> if I ask you a question about a serious topic, you've generally got a fairly well thought out opinion about it. But a lot of the time your opinions are not something that other people necessarily disagree with or would be like, oh, you're a dick, like my gender pay gap opinions. But maybe away from the status quo opinions. Would you agree with that? I don't know. Like, give me an example. Like your people should work less opinion. Things like that. Uh, Your opinions, like when we talked about, like the religion view, like on the religion podcast that we did. Um, some opinions that, whilst I don't think anyone thinks you're a bad person for having those opinions, they're probably just different to what a lot of people hold yeah. as an like opinion. Like, they might disagree, yeah, disagree. without hating me. Without Whereas, hating, yes. with you, they disagree and, and hate you. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but do you think that... Um, so that's what brings me to the question, is with gifts and that sort of thing, are you, do you have an opinion away from the status quo that maybe gifts are... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word not important or uh, poor symbols of care or whatever like is there a reason why you think of gifts between you and Kush as being something that you don't really do is there a belief that you hold attached to that or is that just a habit that's formed over the course of your 10 year relationship okay so I actually do have a well thought out I thought you would that's why I asked the question (laughs) so my mum is a serial gift giver. Okay. And my grandma is the same way. Yep. Like they, uh, so have, you know, like how there's different love languages. Yep. Uh, yeah. Some I people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you about it off the podcast. <laughs> anyway, go. So gift giving is like a. Um, giving it, and receiving gifts is yeah, one of the languages. Yeah, is one of the languages. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and both grandma and mom are like, they love giving gifts. So like, the worst thing you can do to someone like that is uh, to receive a present from them yeah. and be like, oh. yeah, okay. which is what Kush is like. Um, she's not a bad person. She's, she's a terrible, terrible person. person. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 of course she's not a bad person. She's not a yeah. bad person. It's just not her love language. Receiving gifts, giving gifts, it's not her thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, her, her love language is like... Actually, does she, does she love me? Kush <laughs> 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 doesn't have one. There's seven to choose from and she doesn't have one. No, she, she's uh, thoughtful in a lot of other ways. Like, she'll take care of you. She's... Uh, very giving with her time, yeah, and that's how she, like, shows affection and yeah, and that sort of stuff. Have so, you read? Have you read that book? 
Not fully. Not you've skimmed it. Though? Skimmed it. Yeah. yeah. Did you find it interesting? I did. Yeah. I did, okay. and I will go back to. I'll, it's because I started using Audible. Yeah, but I need to get I, onto that because mm-hmm. I don't. Just, I feel I say I don't have the time, but I feel like it's such a important part of being not only a successful person but a just well-educated person. Like learning more. Just learning more, and like even if it's not reading non-fiction books, but yeah. actually just reading is such an important skill that I think can better you in so many ways outside of necessarily learning more but just your capacity for certain things whether it be an increase in vocabulary in an education sense or just the fact that you take that time out of your day to sit down and read shows improves like discipline and that sort of thing as well I 100% agree so I wish I read more because I think you're not disciplined enough (laughs) yeah and I think the listening to it on audible yeah for me is I'm like is that defeating the purpose sort of thing Yes. Yeah. I still think Audible is good. Mm. Especially because, like, you can't read while you're driving. Mm. Just like you can't drink while you're driving. Yes. But you can listen. drink while you listen to Audible. Mm. And you can drink while you read. Yes, you could. What a paradox we live in. <laughs> you could listen to Audible while you drive, though. So that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was actually... That was the point you were getting yeah. at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, go back to your... Love languages. Yeah, so um, that's how she is. And and she's obviously just our time together. She's conditioned me to not purchase and, and give her gifts or surprises, things that she definitely doesn't like, even though that's something that's ingrained in me. Mm. Now, I actually... And, and, you know, when you're with someone, they change you, especially if you grew up together, mm. which... Our formative years were spent together, mm. like mm-hmm. Kush and I. What are the formative years? Like, I mean, you know, from 18 till like now, basically early, like late 20s. Yeah. So because of that, uh, my ideas of like gifts have diluted. Like, I don't think they're important, as important. I still love giving a thoughtful gift. Yeah. Nothing is better to me than if I saw something randomly and I was like, fuck, that suits this person Mm. who I do care about Mm. so much and, like, there's a pull to it. Like, oh, I should get that and give it to them. What I hate is the idea that you have to wait for these certain times of year This is the opinion I figured you would hold. Give presents. So I hate Christmas because it's just... You hate Christmas or you hate the gift side of Christmas? I hate the gift side of Christmas. Okay, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hate like birthdays I just hate even going to a party and having like the social expectation that you have to give something yeah whereas like for example if I saw uh, I'm a douche shirt I would instantly purchase it for you as a gift Mm. Um, so did you get me beer because you were like because I couldn't find the shirt <laughs> they were out. They were out of uh, extra large shirts. Ah, I see. Yeah, I have big biceps. Uh, but yeah, like so. That's my that's my opinion. My thought process behind that is that I do like buying gifts. I'd rather just buy ones that matter when they matter. Mm. Not so much. Like I'm happy to buy to spend the money yep. or to to make things or create things. But, yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 
and I've also shifted I think I've shifted my language more towards uh, telling people how I feel about them and showing them through like uh, my actions yeah which one's that is that affirmations yeah basically like so like I did that with you the other day Mm. when we were talking on the thing like yeah um like I know it wasn't face to face, but yeah, yeah. I kind of just said, and I do it all the time. You've probably you noticed do do it a lot lately. Yeah. Lately, um, and maybe it's a time of year. Maybe I'm lonely. Mm. Who knows? But like that's the way I. I think you're just getting in touch with your feminine side. Could be as well. Mm. I've always been quite effeminate, in like most emotionally. Of yeah, like I cry during movies. Did yeah, so do I. I. Cry at home alone. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I always do that. Do you, do you have like, do you think toxic masculinity, that term, is a real thing? Yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah. Like, I think guys can be dicks. And don't get me wrong, like... I'm thinking about it as in another way, though, not necessarily, like, in a way, internally. You tell me what you think, though. So, my one that I came with came to the other day was with such a prevalence these days in mental health issues in men yeah. um, in particular. I think where that issue with toxic masculinity comes in is the idea in a large majority of the male population's head is that they're being weak or not manly if they have mental health issues, if they have anxiety, they feel depressed, having, if you go to the extreme end, suicidal thoughts about that sort of thing. And because not only is that thought, thought process adding to the issue, because they now feel like they're less of a man, which is adding to the anxiety or the depression, but they also feel like they are not in a position where they should be able to go and seek help about it as well. And that's a discussion I had with a good friend the other day, was are men should you treat mental health as a male in the same way that you would treat any sort of issue with your body physically? Where as a man, I go, hey, I've got a shoulder niggle. I, it's given me some grief. I should probably go get a scan on that and get it checked out straight away. Is it the, should it be the same way you go for the last week I've had this pit of anxiety in my stomach? Yeah. Do you go toughen up or do you go, hang on, that's an issue. Let's deal with that straight away. Go see someone, talk to someone about it. And that's where, like, for me, that's the biggest part of, like, that toxic masculinity is that people feel like toughen up rather than, hey, maybe that's actually an issue. Let's go and discuss that and try and fix that before it becomes a big issue. In the same way that you go, hey, I've got a bit of a shoulder niggle. Let's fix that up before it becomes a tendon rupture. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, I'm... Before you say anything more, yep. first I want to say I'm so glad that you used the example that you did yeah. because it proves my point that I'm going to make. Yeah. Um, and my point is this. Everything you said is correct mm. except what, you, what men do with their mental health mm. is the exact same thing that they do with their physical health. When did you get your scan done? <laughs> yeah, I haven't. You yeah. haven't. And it's the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. Is that we we internalize our problems mm. and we just hold them close and stew on them, stew on them, stew on them until 
we start letting out the 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 fumes of anger, resentment, whatever, yeah. in whatever form they are. So mm. whether that be like, hey, hey Taylor, you didn't close the car door properly. Now the battery is dead in the car. Yeah. What the fuck? Like losing your shit over something that's, you know, innocuous. You have a battery pack in the back of your ute. Like, just fix it. Like, I mean, that's not something that you've done, but I'm just. It's a good example. It's an yeah. example yeah. of of something that is a five minute delay that shouldn't doesn't really be an shouldn't issue. be an issue. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm just as uh, culpable with that. Like, I would lose my shit at Kush for like the dumbest things, mm. and I think like when you're that angry it's hard to see through what it is but it's significant and insignificant yeah Yeah. but it's easier than dealing with your own shit like it's easier to be angry yeah rather than dealing with what's going on in your Mm. body do you believe that uh, because I know that you have from our podcast when we spoke about the Joker outside that you obviously have some opinions on the state of the mental health industry yeah do you believe that it is still a helpful thing for men to go and see someone about that sort of thing and have something 100% or do you think it needs to be a self-help thing no 100% they if you if you need help you need help you might not need know you need help yeah you might know you need help and that's the confusing part with a shoulder injury like it's kinda a lot easier for you to self uh, diagnose in the sense that you're like ow it hurts when I do this don't do that don't do that ow it hurts when I do this it's been two weeks I should go see someone yeah uh, when it's mental health you know ouch it hurts when I do everything yeah um, what do I do do I just stay in bed yeah I guess so two weeks later this is kind of alright you know like I'm getting through I just need to like keep doing what I'm doing yeah, and it's really hard to take that next step and say, "Hey, like, I actually need help." Yeah, okay. I mean, that's the way I see it. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Like, I've never had to struggle with mental illness, so that I know of. Um, so, like, I'm speaking definitely out of turn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a professional. I know nothing about the stuff. All I can say is that. I feel for the for the for, for the men especially. I mean, women as well. Mm. But I feel for men that can't get help. But like stuff like this, mm. having close friends that you can talk to, Confiding about is is a start. Yeah, it's not the it's not the end, but it's nice. Are we running out no, of time? Really? time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking that if we continue on a good roll, I'll actually pause this and, and we'll go again. Go yeah. keep going. But yeah, like, I think... Are you going to have another one? Or? <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to have another one. Are you done yours? No, no, no. I'm no. just enjoying it, man. This is really good. I really enjoyed this. So thank you, Steve and Suzanne, for that. I really, really enjoyed this one, actually. The pills, nothing. It was good. Anyway, I feel like we're on a good topic, so we shouldn't... Yeah, shouldn't on. deviate. Um, so that that's my thought. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I have exactly the same opinion as you, is that... It is not only from an embarrassment sense where men feel like they can't go and talk to someone. Uh, we also have the idea exactly like you did and that they don't need to go and see someone because they're dealing with it. 
Yeah. It's very, and also men have an ability, not men, some men, I should say, and some women as well, have an ability to internalize something enough that they don't feel like it's an issue anymore um, until, like you said, it becomes a big issue. Uh, so that's why you see a lot of the time, and I won't say that this is my idea, um, I won't say whose idea it is, because, but I'll just say that this wasn't an idea that I came up with myself, and this was a discussion that I had with a friend the other day, and that's where this conversation has come from, um, is that especially with, if you look at the police or something, for example, a lot of the time where their PTSD and stress-related issues come from is not a singular event. It is 10 years of small events that they thought they were internalizing and dealing with just fine Yeah. that then bubble over at that 10-year mark or 11 years, 8 years, 5 years, 3 years for some people, whatever it is, where they thought they had it all under control because they thought they were a mental rock and then they realize all of a sudden, oh shit, I'm not and oh shit, this is now too tough to deal with. That's why a lot of industries should and only some do have mandatory meetings and that sort of thing where someone should be required to see a counsellor. I think a police officer, police officer, for example, should be required to see a counsellor six, six months, every six months, yeah. at least, at least, because there's that much of a prevalence of PTSD in the police or ment- at least mental health issues later on in life, whether it be stress or anxiety or depression, post-traumatic stress, whatever it is, that maybe, I don't know, but maybe could have been dealt with if they were able to get that stuff off their chest earlier, or at least forced to. I mean, psychologists and, what's the other one? Psychologists psychiatrists. And, and psychiatrists are, despite what maybe some people think about the mental health industry, are well-trained. And even if you think that you're going to go in and not talk to someone, eventually, if you have to see someone every six months for an hour chat, you're going to build, they're good at their job. They're build going to sort of build rapport. a rapport with you. Yeah. And at some point, they're going to make a breakthrough and you're going to get something off your chest. Maybe it's not even work-related. Maybe it's relationship-related. But it's still, hopefully, if they can help you work through whatever you're getting off your chest, hopefully it is just something that's being poured out of the glass. I feel like something's being emptied out of the glass. I feel like with mental health and things like that, it's just a carryover effect where you've got so much you can bottle up and then eventually you can't bottle up anymore because it's full. Yeah. And going and talking to someone and relieving that issue helps you reduce the amount that you've bottled up and then you can get rid of it. Yes. Right? And something that... Actually, I'll lead this into another question so you have a chance to talk. But the... I'm happy... You no, that's okay. Me. This is actually a good question because I have an opinion on this as okay. well um, from the same conversation. Is Do you think that in today's day and age with the prevalence of men's mental health especially, do you think that it always existed 50 years ago? Do you think it always existed and there just wasn't as much access to it? Do you think that there is a higher prevalence of it now and we have an ability to see that there's a higher prevalence of it? And do you think that men are just getting softer or do you think that there is something relating to the reason why there is a higher prevalence of it now? Okay. Um, I will answer your question. Yep. Um, which was like four questions in one. Yes, it was, yeah. 
Okay. Uh, the problem is I know my answer and I see how it carries on together, yes, whereas yeah, yeah. you don't actually see it. I see that. <laughs> um, the first thing I'd like to just add is you mentioned, like, the rock scenario. Um, rocks are weathered. Like, yeah. no matter how tough you think you are, things affect you. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Uh, the other thing is you use the example of your cup getting filled. Yeah. Um, and some people say, you know what, I can take it. My cup's huge, I'm massive. That's okay. Yeah. Like, um, I think it's important to to understand that when things affect you, that's not weakness. Mm. It's just that it affects you. Yeah. Everyone has strengths and weaknesses. If we went, if we took this into the realm of CrossFit, which a lot of our listeners are, we know that there's seven modalities of fitness. Yeah. You might be an excellent weightlifter. You might be heap strong. But with that added bulk, with that added size, yeah. what usually goes to the wayside? Yeah. Potentially cardio, potentially gymnastics. Yeah. Right? Now, are you weak because you're shitty at gymnastics? Mm. Not really. You're just really strong at something and you have some sort of... Yes, there are people that are more balanced in the middle. Yeah. But like, everyone's on different ends of the spectrum. And it's the same thing with your mental health. Mm. There are certain things that affect me a lot more that don't affect you, right? Yeah. So for me, my love language is affirmation. If someone doesn't give me affirmation or if someone negatively like says something to me, like the worst thing you could do to me is criticize me without mm. giving me a way, way forward. You know, like, hey, that was a good lift, but let's try this. Or, hey, you did this thing right, which is good, mm. but this thing wasn't so good. Yeah. If you're like, hey, you're really shit at this, maybe you should try something else. That's me shut down. Yeah. It's probably why I don't play ball sports. It's probably happened to me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. Like, yesterday, me and Shani were playing... Uh, like we were standing on the indoor board like catching and throwing balls to work on his like hand eye and then I went and he's like hey you're not that bad at this I'm like oh yeah maybe I just don't practice Yeah, yeah. but like in my head I'm like I'm terrible at this I do not want to get in front of a ball because yeah. I won't be able to catch it um, so s- stuff like that really affects me um, negative reviews really affect me so mm. please guys don't do that to me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um you know, uh, like cu- losing customers, clients, that, like, I'll stress over that. If someone doesn't give me a reason for why they're leaving mm-hmm. the gym or, like, my other business, like, I could be up for days just, like, stressing, like, mm. having huge anxiety. My heart will beat fast. I just, I can't get mm-hmm. through that. Um, and I'm not saying that that's, like, a, a mental health issue, but it's an issue that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. That's my struggle. Yeah. Um, and you might have your own. Yeah. yeah like, and you, you've talked about it. You talked about it in mm-hmm. another podcast. Yeah. So I just wanted to lay that out before we went on to your questions. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember what your questions were? Yeah. So my questions <laughs> are, with the increasing prevalence of mental health issues in men, yeah. do you think that it's just the fact we have more access to the information that we now see that there is such an issue? Yeah. Or do you think men are getting softer and there is now that issue? 
more so than there used to be? Like, do you think that 20% of men suffered from mental health before? And now it's still 20%, but we just, because of media and social media and the news and that sort of thing, we are aware of it. Yeah. Or do you think it actually, what it seems like is it used to be a very small percentage and now it's a very large percentage? And uh, do you think that's because men are getting softer or do you think there's other reasons for it? I have, I have some ideas. Yeah. None of this is... Educated? Educated. Okay, I have some strong opinions about Okay. But mine were formed... Seven days ago. Okay. My um, My first one is, I think society at large is soft now. Okay. Right? Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with how connected we are. So we're very connected now in the sense of having social media, Instagram, whatever. But that's made us fragile individually mm-hmm. and fragile in groups. As you, like, you know, you and me have like, let's say, a pretty tight bond mm-hmm. as mates. Yep. Uh, but now I have thousands of mates, but I'm not actually as close to them because I'm only talking to them and, you know, conversing with them over social media. Yeah. So that bond isn't as tight anymore. I think in the past, men potentially, uh, even women, have been able to sort through their issues in their little tribes of men mm-hmm. um, that hang out, that do things and I think that's actually what made CrossFit so popular it was a place that people could suffer together and grow through that suffering mm-hmm. uh, whereas you know like we, we we need that now and it's something that was just inherent because suffering was just a part of life yeah. Yeah. In, the, in the past we live such cushy lives now so uh, I do think people are softer now not just men okay yeah. I think uh and then, what was your second question? Did that answer the first question? That, that answers everything, really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I did have something else to say, but you talk first and then I'll... So, um, the opinion, again, I now, after being given this opinion from someone else, I, go, I now think to myself, okay, that's... In my head, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I believe it wholeheartedly. But the example or the discussion that I had the other day is not necessarily, is yes, I think there's more of a prevalence now that more men in particular, or people, an example, because I really think that now we're seeing, whether if it's, and this is a completely different discussion, but whether if it's an overdiagnosis or uh, an overdiagnosis or an actual increase in the issue, we definitely have a much higher percentage of people who are suffering from anxiety or depression than we did 50 years ago as a society on a whole, at least from a diagnosis point of view. Now, I think we do have a higher prevalence, a higher percentage of men suffering from mental health issues, but I don't necessarily think that it is because we are getting softer. The opinion that was given to me that I really think is a great one is if we use the cup example, is... 50 years ago, without as much access to the news, without social media everywhere, people's cups were generally filled fairly small. And the way that I, I guess, the best way to describe this is, even though you maybe don't recognize that something has affected you at all, 
some things, even though you don't go all oh, that, like, oh, wow, that's really not okay, it is maybe still adding liquid to the cup. So the best way that I can describe it is you're scrolling through Instagram, you're scrolling through Facebook, whatever you're scrolling through, you're watching the news, and you see people being beheaded in a third world country because of a dictatorship somewhere. Whilst you didn't see the beheading or whatever on the news, or maybe you did because it was a brief Facebook video, like I've seen those videos on Facebook, and even though you go, you do go, ooh, and yet you can't see boobies. Yeah, yet you can't see boobs. I know. That maybe would help me pour some of the cup out. But yeah. Anyway, that's beside the point. Maybe the fact that you see that, and yes, you initially go, oh, holy shit. Five minutes later, you've stopped thinking about it. It's off your mind. It's not something that scars into your brain and affects you. But maybe the fact that you see something like that, even on a smaller scale, that someone's angry about something on some clickbaity audit article that someone's posted that makes you go wait what the fuck and then you go oh okay never mind and you forget about it a minute later but maybe it's adding liquid to your cup right so now all the big things in life that affect you like the thing like people having family members die 50 years ago uh losing their job they were those major events were the only things that filled their cup whereas now we have a million a million tiny things because we spend two hours a day on our instagram every second post is something that adds to that cup. Maybe now that when, when we do have those bigger issues, the cup's already so full that we don't have the capacity to deal with those bigger issues anymore. So even though we don't see those small things as being the issue, we only see the big things, maybe because of all those small things, that has now reduced our ability to deal with the big things. And that's why we see such an overflow effect in the end. So that's my opinion on I don't think people are getting softer. I think even though it seems insignificant, we just have such a larger proportion of issues to deal with. Yeah. Even though we don't realize it because until someone breaks it down like I just did then, you don't really think about it, right? And I had never thought about it that way until someone said to me, like if I had, if I was struggling to deal with a stressful situation in the last six weeks or whatever, I think to myself, it's not really that stressful a situation what are you doing but maybe the cup is just already that full yeah. that it's not that it's that it's everything else that's adding to that because it's the sum of right it's not the weighting of a singular event it's the sum of everything that's it yeah I agree with that mm. um, I thought I that was a really better, clever idea when better way of it. explaining what I was trying like what I kind of had thought out mm. um, so this is one of those few times where I actually had a synthesized argument I like it. Before, before, and you did not. So I'm happy about that. No, that's good. Um, have you read the book Tribe? No. By Sebastian Don't Yana? do enough reading. Um, it's, a, it's a cool book because it talks about tribes, obviously, mm-hmm. and the importance of having a group around you mm. to support you. You mm-hmm. live for the group, the group lives for you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're a better person the society at large is better. Mm-hmm. Um, when a lot of tribal cultures send their men off to war, when they come back, they're not just chucked into society. They have to be reintegrated through some sort of process. Mm-hmm. Right? That process could be some sort of trials, talking through the issues. A lot of the times they may use psychedelics to 
to make them not the person they were when they left. Mm. Because you can't be. Mm-hmm. The person that's at war cannot be the person that lives happily in society. Mm-hmm. They're too far on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Like you would say that, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and this lends to what you were talking about before with the police and getting counselling is they need a way to reintegrate themselves back in society. And I know they've never actually left society, but their job certainly puts them in a different part of it. Right? Can you pause the thought for 10 seconds? Of course. And we're back. So you were just saying that you think even though police officers weren't necessarily ever left society... That they are still somewhat removed when they're in their job, right? Yeah. Especially the things they see, the things they have to do um, in terms of deal, like they need support. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, like you said, they they might not get it. Yeah. But having a group around you that is close could just be your other policemen around you, but yeah. it could also be something more, you know, like somewhere you go, like a men's group. And mm. you're actually seeing uh, some of these things rise up. Like um, there are a bunch of men's only groups now where people can meet up, go through trials of manhood, you know, like, and go through steps to, you know, uh, become a man. Mm. And I think those things, are, like those things, are somewhat talked about in in this book, and I think you'd really like it. Mm. Is it on Audible? Yeah, it is on Audible. I listen to it on Audible. I don't know again that. Do you find listening to things on Audible gets like are people monotone? Depends who reads them. Okay. You're sometimes lucky yeah. um, to get like good actors, but other times, yeah, if you have shitty actors reading it, you're yeah. like, uh, it's hard to listen to. It is. Like I'm going to sleep. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So you think, I guess going back to the original question, do you think health in general is a very holistic approach and people who have are feeling those sort of issues should just, I guess, go and see someone straight away rather than allowing it to become a build-up? Or do you think there are a lot of things that you just kind of need to suffer through on your own and deal with it self-help-wise? Uh, you never have to suffer on your own. Mm. Um, there is always someone that you can turn to. Mm. Uh, you are never alone. And mm. I think that's important to to say. Mm. Even if it's that friend that you were really close to five years ago, yeah. and then for some reason you fell off the map, mm. uh, if you reach out and ask for help, reach out to like three, three of them. Yeah. And someone's going to say, hey, like, yeah, actually I'll sit down and have a beer with you. I'll have a chat with you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you're never alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how how much shit that you've done that you might perceive as bad, mm. just own it. Yeah. And so, like, someone will come, come mm. to the phone. Someone will pick up their phone. Yeah. And if you don't have anyone, then there are also professional, professional services. Yeah, yeah. Which are just as good. Mm. Do you think there's... A, do you, With your opinions, do you think there's a benefit to... Professional services, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, you mean my opinions on the like mental the health. industry itself? Yeah. So my opinions aren't on the professionals. Yeah. I just think that the progress that has been made in the medical field 
mm. is not reflected in the like mental health field. Yeah. But they are because now they're experimenting with newer forms of treatment. Mm. I feel like this podcast has gone a long way away from what it started at. Buying gifts? Buying gifts. Mm. I didn't even hear your thoughts on buying gifts. Mm. Will you tell me? Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, buying gifts. Jeez. This is a jump back from what we were just talking about. I was really serious. This yeah. is meant to be like our New Year's podcast. Yeah. New Year, new me. Well, there you go. Maybe it does tie in pretty well. <laughs> Maybe some people feel that they don't have a new me. Um, actually, that's a good question because the gifts one is... I think You're over are, it? Yeah. I think gifts are good, but I think a lot of people put more weighting on it yeah. um, than what needs to be. And Well, my question then is this. I hate when people who probably didn't need to get you a gift get you a gift. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they make you... Like, I like that you gave me a gift, but... The reason why I like that you gave me a gift is because I know you well enough to know that when you say there is a reason I got it for you and don't feel obliged to return the favour, yeah. I know you actually mean it. I do mean and it. And you're I not hope. thinking in your head like, fuck you, I can't, believe, you this get fuck- me. Like, yeah, I can't <laughs> believe this fucker didn't get me a gift. But you did. Yeah, but that doesn't really count, yeah. right? Because we're going to do this anyway. But there's a lot of people where, and it's a pet hate of mine, is when someone gives you a gift that really had not much right giving you a gift. Yeah because your relationship with them is, does not require gift giving yes. at all um, even from a social setting it doesn't require gift giving because then most of the time me being a boy haven't thought about that and didn't get them a gift uh, and then you look like the asshole for not getting them a gift yeah. and whether if you look like the asshole in their eyes or not you definitely look like an asshole around everyone that they decided to give you the gift in front of Yes. because uh, you're like oh thank you but I didn't get you anything I kind of um, think I have that, a very particular example that I'll tell you about off the podcast, but I won't tell you about it right now. I think gifts should be private. You think you shouldn't give it in front of everyone? Yeah. What about family Christmas morning? Yeah, fuck it. Like, I mean, like, yeah, they'll know you gave them a gift. Mm. I think that's a bit different. Family's, like, yeah, yeah. pretty tight. But, like, I think... Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of opening my gifts in front of everyone. Like, I'd like to go spend the time, open them... And then be like, ah, oh, this is a waste. Like, in my private. Mm. Yeah, because you don't like gifts. No, I like gifts. Guys, buy me gifts. Okay, yeah. What's your worst gift you've ever been given? The worst gift I've ever been given? Mm. Uh, can we come back to this? Yep. I have to think. Mm. Do you have one? No, not really. What's the best gift you've ever been given? The best gift? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I have to think about that too. Mm. I also don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's not definitely not my love language. Maybe I just adopted that from someone else because I feel Mm. like I would be able to remember it. Gifts aren't your love language. No, no, they're not. But I'm saying maybe that wasn't even before... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm, Getting sleepy. Mm. Do you have a New Year's resolution coming into the new year? Do you have something that you're going to from today? Yeah. Being that this is going to come out in the new year, do you have a New Year's resolution that you're going to work towards? I I do. I have a bunch. Mm. And I was going to make a video for just like 
the Rule Bible page about it. Mm. But I guess I can say it here. This won't come out for a while. Yeah. I, but will I make that video as well? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We still have one to come out before this, so... Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Um, so my New Year's resolutions are this. I definitely divulge way too much information on podcasts. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. Is it a news resolution that, like, is embarrassing to say? No. Oh, it's just like, it's not embarrassing. It's just like personal. Okay. Like things that affect business and stuff like that uh, as okay. well. Well, don't feel obliged to say it. I will anyway. <laughs> so Good, because you would have looked like a dick. My <laughs> lease here is up in July. Yeah. So I've given myself from now until then to put everything I can. And you probably notice if you follow Raw Barbell or the page that I've been chucking out media content like crazy and not like shitty like instagram posts like i'm talking like legit content like if you if you like watching people train and training vlogs with some story with some like hilarity in it like these are like they're good videos as well as educational content we film the podcast now i've been cutting the podcast down we even do the uneducated opinions one where we cut it down into bite-sized pieces where we take the most interesting pieces out of that conversation and I'll post them up. Mm. So, like, I'm going to do everything I can between now and then to make Raw Barbell the best that... It can be. It can be. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, I'm going to decide what I want to do with it. Whether I want to, you know, re-sign a lease, whether I want to move complexes, whether I'm done with it, I want to close it down. Mm. whether I want to sell it, whatever. That's my, like, New Year's resolution. Well, it's not... I've, I've made this decision ages ago, but this mm-hmm. is something that I'm thinking more about in the New Year's. Mm. Uh, I'm going to train as hard as I can for the Arnold because I do not want to go there. Uh, so I'm, I've switched sports. I'm no longer doing Olympic weightlifting. I'm now, you know, most of my training is strongman. Mm-hmm. And my goal is not to turn up and be... The worst Last day. place. Yep. You know, I want to turn up. I want to make a run for the podium. I understand that I'm new, that I'm clean, that it might not be. That I'm clean. Uh, yeah. Might not be feasible. Are you? Your biceps are looking a lot bigger the last Thank couple you. of weeks. I've been training them a lot, actually. Mm, you can tell. You genuinely can tell. Have you put weight on? Fuck. The affirmation. They just keep coming. Have you put weight on? Uh, I don't know. I'll weigh myself after. I okay. don't think so. Yeah. I think I've lost weight in my legs. Uh, put it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you look like you put size on. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. So I'll like I'll indulge a little bit as well. Yeah. Sorry, divulge. Divulge? Divulge. Divulge. I'll divulge a little bit as well. I actually genuinely did after being recommended it by someone. Yeah. Uh, again, I won't mention who it was. Just they ha- were telling me about they'd just done that love languages thing. Yeah. And it wasn't so much a recommendation as a, they told me where they what it was yeah. and I was like hmm and I was curious so I did it as well and I'm also affirmations really mm. so when I when I talk to you and I, I give you praise and stuff like it does mean a lot to you though. yes it does yeah. ah, that's good to know mm. see I feel like we're very similar people in a lot of ways mm. which yeah. is funny for like a lot of friends tend to have like such opposites such opposites mm. yeah I am um, I didn't think that that would be mine, though, to be honest. Yeah. Sometimes I think that when I answer questions like that... You answer what you think that they want you to answer. 
Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Like, I feel like I don't, maybe don't put enough thought into the question itself. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at that point, that's what it was. But I was very, very close with three. Like, none of them were, like, standouts. Like, yeah, okay. three of them were all pretty pretty close. But gifts and uh, acts of service. Yeah. Acts of service were, like, way down the bottom for me. Like, well to the bottom. Really? Yeah, well to the bottom. Acts of service and gifts were well to the bottom. Gifts really don't... Like, I can take it or leave it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, well, then fucking leave the present. Yeah. <laughs> like, if someone... No, I appreciate it, but to no, me... I'm just yeah, no, 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 no. But, no, but what I'm saying is... But that's different as well, because yeah. that's also an affirmation, right? The fact yeah. that someone felt the need to get you a gift, even though there was definitely no obligation there, Yeah, yeah. is an affirmation as well. Um... But yeah, I was I was curious. I thought mine would have been like because one's like physical touch and stuff, and that yeah. was up there with mine. I understand that it's not what you're about to say. That's not the point of it. But like to me, like especially with my partner, like yes. with Taylor, that's a big one for me. Is like just being like being close. Yes, is not necessarily like a. It doesn't have to be a sexual thing, but like, no, no, no. I know, being, I know what it means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But just being close with someone is important to me as well I'm laughing because like I definitely am the definitely same way oh okay yeah. but guess who's not like yeah. that <laughs> oh yeah I would never would have guessed that one <laughs> guess who doesn't like to be touched <laughs> my partner <laughs> she's like why do you always want to hug me get away from yeah. me because <laughs> uh, she's what's cushions uh, it, it'd just be like acts of service okay um, it'd be... That's such a shit one. Yeah, no, no, it's good because it means that, like, you know, you come, like, you come home after a long day or something, like, hey, I made you dinner. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, or like, hey, I did all of this stuff in the house. Mm. I, you know, did the laundry for you. Can you see how closely job. all of the, I feel like... They're all very close together. They're all very close together. And I feel like, especially with affirmations, for example, almost every single other one of them interplays very well with affirmations. So there, there are five love languages, right? Yeah. So there's uh, acts of service, sending and receiving gifts, physical touch, affirmations, and quality time. Hey, and Kush will like, not like quality time. <laughs> <laughs> she hates spending time with you. Yeah. And is, that's a good question for you because I actually, as I said, I literally jumped on and did the thing and didn't actually yeah. read any of the stuff. I'm going to 100% cop so much flack for this when people will listen to this. Um, Why? Just talking about this, it's a little bit wanky. Um, Why is it wanky? I don't know, it feels wanky. Does it not feel wanky to you to talk about? No. no. Most things that's you that, talk about feel wanky. <laughs> yeah, that's that toxic masculinity again. Yeah. I'm like, oh, men should not be talking about this conversation. Um, should not be having this conversation. Well, as if... Look, if if you're a dude, mm. uh, and you're not okay, not if you're a dude. If you're a person mm. and you're interested in performance, mm. data is key, right? Yeah. If you can have data on yourself, data on your partner, isn't that only going to help you be better? Everything else, better and everything else. Mm. So that's the way I look at these th- these things. So mm. I go, all right, we look at the love languages. Mm. Kush does like quality time. She mm. does like acts of service. Mm. That's what she appreciates. And yet, whenever she calls me on WhatsApp, because I don't like talking on the phone, mm. I'm like, hey, I gotta go. Hang on. Or like, 
you know, something like that. So what's that doing to her mm. about our relationship? Yeah. That's not me, you know, performing at my best for her, which is someone that I potentially want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that's the way I look at things. So yes, I might have to, you know, to actually spend more time doing that. And mm. like, I'm only coming to this conclusion because we're talking about it now. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, that's actually how... This sounds stupid, but, like, the thing that sparked a lot of, like, mental health discussion in my last couple of conversations with people is, like... So you seem like you've been talking about this a lot. I've been talking about about it with a mate a lot. Okay. With one friend. Um, Who's struggling, potentially? No. No, no. So I've just been talking about, like, some of my own issues and that sort of thing. Um which I won't discuss divulging right now. Um, but you We'll save it for another podcast. Yeah, we'll save it for like 20, 30 podcasts <laughs> time. But I was just like, and the reason that that whole holistic outlook on life, on performance is a big thing that I thought about it is because if I have something that I'm dealing with that is affecting the way I eat or the way that I sleep, I'm not saying it does, yeah. but like, maybe in particular moods that it does, like just stress with uni and work and relationships and all that sort of thing, maybe those stresses are causing a slightly less performance in my sleep, slightly less ability to eat as much or as well as what I should be doing. Is that then having a carryover effect on everything that I do in life, like training, like work and that sort of thing. So by if I am the type of person that bottles up everything that I'm dealing with from a performance setting, being someone that really wants to knuckle down and do well from an athletic point of view and a career point of view, am I putting myself at a disadvantage by maybe not dealing with, even though with something that may seem insignificant, but is obviously having some sort of an effect on my mental well-being? Yeah. Is that having an effect on everything else so I've really changed tune in the way that I since my recent conversations and this conversation with you in how I look at that sort of thing and that performance whether it be workplace um, or sporting needs to be holistically looked at from every other point of view so sleep and eating and training are three huge things but maybe something that's often forgotten and definitely has been forgotten or not realized by me until recently is that mental stress or mental health uh, or anxiety or whatever it is, whatever a particular person is dealing with is something that affects those three things. So even though we look at it as those three things, that's being affected by something else as well. So I think performance itself needs to be a holistic outlook and that's only a conclusion that I've come to in like the last... I think maybe it's some advice that I would have always given to someone else, but it's never advice that I would have given to myself until maybe recent time. Yeah. I can't remember how we got to that, but I went on a bit of a tangent. I agree. Mm. I agree 100%. I think everything outside affects everything inside and everything inside affects everything, everything outside. outside. Yeah. It can be something as simple as like, you're lactose intolerant and you eat a little bit of ice cream and mm. your entire mood for the day, your training, everything's going off like it's yeah. a cascading flow. It's like the cup, you know, you keep filling it up. Yeah. That ice cream takes up a little bit extra space because it causes that little bit extra gas. Mm. So you got a little bit more froth and then it overflows. Mm. Good example. It's just like a beer. 
Just like a beer. Anyway, I think that's probably a good spot to wrap up. Just I like a beer. So. Just like a beer. Uh, who are we brought to by today? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> As if you haven't been thinking of one for us. I haven't been thinking of one at all. Uh, who are we brought to by today? Oh, I can't make that joke. Um, I don't know who are we brought to by today. Do you have one? Yep. I thought you might. <laughs> hey guys, today we're brought to you by whiteboards. They're just like blackboards, but better. Because they're white. As Steve would say, do you have anything to say about whiteboards? Um, and why they're better than blackboards? Mm, yes, because the black shows up better. On the white. On the white. That, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> well played. I appreciate that. I think yeah. we'll leave it there. <laughs> hey, okay. you guys, you can find me, Andy, at Train With Andy on Instagram. You can find Steve at <laughs> Steve Norman 250. <laughs> I'm so scared to point now because you fucked with me the last couple of weeks, so now I can't do it. <laughs> hey, guys, you can find us at Uneducated Opinions on Instagram, at the Uneducated Opinions podcast on everywhere else if you look for us. Yeah. Um, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube give us a 5 star rating on iTunes click that notification bell so you see when the next episode is up and guys I hope you had a happy new year and a merry Christmas and we'll see you next time see you next time <laughs>